Hola, and welcome. Behind the Bunker, Monday night, ladies and gentlemen, our weekly paintball show. We're coming off a hot weekend of NXL playing and uh, several other big games, so thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, with me, as always, I have Josh Zuby Zabrickus. Yeah, buddy, just trying to get into the chat. And Working uh, on it. Joe Kimson from Flagrators Paintball. As always, greetings and thanks for tuning in to Beautiful Behind the Bunker. We are live. It's Monday night and turning it over to my friend, him. <laughs> I am him. <laughs> uh, I am Jim. Hear me roar. Gavin Sharma with Terratech Industries. And so grateful that you all joined us this evening. It is a Monday night. Post NXL, post big games, post all sorts of wonderful pew pew action across the world. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you hit like and share again so everybody knows what you're doing tonight. I love, let me just say, I love Gavin's camera angle because somehow we successfully was able to hide the three gorgeous markers that are hung <laughs> on the wall behind him precisely. Yeah. I know. I <laughs> wish I when I was hanging it, I had Gavin's head. Yeah, I should remember when we built this studio, that was when we, we were in the studio. middle of the first pandemic closure if you will city on rum rock and, and rum and pims yeah. i also got this excited pink rocket popping out of my neck it's got a rocket or a gauge <laughs> right beside your hair <laughs> yeah 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 there's lots of trinkets in this studio if you just kind of watch carefully you'll see them just much like right what's between josh and i um and on that note we're going to be talking about some old vintage guns later on in the program so stay tuned for that uh, we're going to let a couple more of you guys log in. Nice to see Robert on the YouTube. Nice to see Kate, uh, Gary Cress and uh, George Hay and everybody else, Dwayne King, signing in on uh, Facebook. Tonight, we're going to be talking about what is the oldest piece of gear that you still have. Um, also, what is the most humiliating thing you've ever done in paintball? Lots of you guys posted up on there. We'll get to that. And yesterday, hopefully you guys uh, had an opportunity um, to watch the complete history of paintball. It was for free on the 40th anniversary of paintball yesterday. So hopefully you guys were able to check that out. Uh, something else that paintball media has is their new iconic paintball teams documentary. If you like the old stuff, this is all the originating teams uh, and how they sort of came to be. Some sad news in paintball, ladies and gentlemen. I saw this a couple of days ago. Viper. Kerry Rosenberg is uh, retiring. This will be his last season. So if you guys are able to play one of his games, I would uh, go to try to do it now before it uh, before he's done done. And this was the uh, image that was all afoot last Monday when people were arriving at NXL looking at this field. I didn't hear of any major injuries. Everybody was predicting rolled ankles and busted feet and all kinds of nonsense, but I don't think it hindered any of the play playable playableness. I got to watch some of it. I didn't see anybody tripping or... But after the event... <laughs> well, some people boo. were tripping, but like, <laughs> I mean, while they were playing, there was... But after the event, um, Gold Bond sales went up and Rub A535. Ah, nice. And Rub set, no? No. But no. you know what? You know, the city of from a from an operator a field operator point of view the the city of valley forge or robertsford or whatever gave the nxl this property to be a permanent home for their an event one event a year mm -hmm. so you know what they they did they graded the ground which is a considerable cost they seeded it so it, it it can only you know it can only improve from here like Agreed. imagine imagine well, if Look how much better Disney World is than a carnival that pops up in a park once a year. And it's so, built on a swamp. And it's built on a swamp. But look, imagine if they tried to set up Disney World once a year somewhere. How rickety Mickey Mouse, no pun intended, it would be. But like they're they're going to be able to, you know, improve on on the grounds because they're not going to have to. They might be able to leave some of their infrastructure there, or if certainly improve it. The city of Robertsford or whatever or Valley Forge is going to reseed it um so they'll have good grass and they'll I, be able to i was it. thinking about this on on my drive home from work today i thought this is the equivalent to the nfl getting their first stadium really like really i mean right people are on there they're like oh there's tons of fields around there they could have gone somewhere they could have gone somewhere and it's like yeah and then you're going to somebody's home field yeah. or you've got to have a field owner shut down his field for a weekend so he can host the event which is fine but like Apparently they tried. 
apparently they, they did look around. They recognized the field was not up to par, and they did survey other sites that weren't able to do so. So to go back to your point. The show must go on. To go back to your point, Joe, I agree. Uh, I think this is a great thing for professional paintballs, a great thing for the NXL. What the objection is, and I tend to agree with it, is um, they were asking people to pay full pop for a less quality field. I right? know. So, you know, they have set a pinnacle. They've already set a bar for what to expect, what product they had, and it fall, it fell significantly less than that in terms of the playing field. And, you know, the action looked great. It seemed like everybody had a great time, some fantastic results, but you were expecting people to pay full price for a product that seemed to be subpar. And I don't disagree with you. I think it's going to be a wonderful thing for paintball in the future, but I think it was premature to run the event uh, when they did. So I'm going to eat my words. Unfortunately, Mike Thompson said Dynasty had four guys in the ER. Um, I did not know that. Um, And someone else had a a comment here. The dust uh, was terrible, uh, they were saying. Um, But here's the thing. I mean, as Joe says, I mean, you know. Was it not last year where they literally played the day after like a hurricane? Yeah. Yeah, and, and there was I mean, inches of water yeah. all over the place. Now, this was preventable. On hindsight, you could say, okay, yes, Tom should have known the grass wasn't ready and had a secondary place. But on the same token, you've got a city that's going out of their way and putting this together and grading it. Like, okay, let's say there was, all the grass was stripped and died. It's still perfectly flat. Like, from the pictures that I saw, elevation changes were a non-issue. There, like, the ground was pretty, pretty solid. So, not to defend Tom Cole, but I think... I think what they produced for him was decent and yeah, maybe not have been green. And yes, it looked like a cornfield and all that, but okay, I think so the intention, n- not ideal, but the next few events are going to be much better. Yeah. And I, next season is going to be phenomenal. Disappointing. Nonetheless, if you're the guy who spent a couple grand on your entry fee and you know, that's the condition you came to play. in. so I get, I get what you're saying. Um, now, oh, there's a clarification in the chat. It said not emergency room. Um, Dynasty had some guys on injured reserve. Yeah. Matt's checking each person's channel one at a time just good. to see if we can, he can eliminate it. We're not sure if it's a mic issue or if it's a headphone issue. We on don't our have end. a mic here. Done. That, Done. What did you do there? Well, that, yeah, it just yeah, stopped for a second. What was that? Holy smokes. It's so clear. Oh, my goodness. Oh, we this want is... to keep talking. He's All right. Oh. All, right. That's All so he had awesome. to do was shut off Todd's check, mic. Check. That's fine. Let's keep going. This is the the best show ever. It's the Todd's genre genre mic. The most expensive microphone in the studio is the one that's causing the big static buzz in our headphones. And I I love how Todd says, just keep going. And what do we do? We focus exactly on what he's doing. (laughs) We're giving everybody play-by-play in terms of... Play-by-play of what Todd's doing. Well, everyone at home has got to know what's going on. Like, they're probably sitting there going, this is the greatest audio podcast ever. What's Todd doing? (laughs) No, my mic is off-gassing right now. I can barely... uh... (laughs) You guys are all... Yeah. (laughs) Should have gone with the low VOC option. Uh, Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. um, I'm going to mute mine in just a second and try something else, but... uh, all right, where were we? Yeah, we were talking about... Uh, grass. We were talking about grass. And, Joe, I'll put this up so you can give a bit of a dictation okay. here. What is it? Where the Sunday scores. Uh, Sunday, Sunday scores didn't... Um, do you have the show? I, I don't... It's, t- it it's lagging again? behind. Todd's I think it's the t- internet. The internet's causing the, the feedback internet, on Todd's, and that's why it's so it. slow. So we, we ended up going to... Um, it went, Didn't it go to... Um, Edmonton Impact and Houston Heat in the in the finals? Where was where it ended up, but then in, in the um, dynasty in the in um, who else played? This is and I, I don't know. I can't read the screen from. I over can't there. read it's it like anyway. Too far away. So anyway, in San the, Antonio. In the, no, Houston Heat. Houston ended Heat's up, in there. Houston Heat ended up playing Edmonton Impact and Houston, Seattle Thunder. Houston Heat beat Edmonton Impact in the finals. So they were coming for what eleventh yeah. uh, place previous event was that correct I, I think yeah something so. like that to taking it so that is with five three so that is with the new addition uh tyler Harmon, mm-hmm. and uh Fedorov has made a return whoa uh, so you know what uh, they got a stacked house uh monville they've got ryan moorhead uh, ronnie dyson uh and with coach uh, todd run cities pet kitties cash money martinez <laughs> uh damn so i got i have it right here so going going into going into sunday San Antonio in the wild card. San San Antonio X Factor played Infamous. AC Dallas played. Um, I can't read that. San Antonio after San Diego aftermath. Then then um, Infamous won. So Edmonton Impact played 
Infamous, obviously Edmonton Impact won. Then Moscow, the Red Legion, played San Diego Aftermath. Um, and they, San Diego Aftermath, beat the Russians. Then um, Houston Heat played Dynasty. Hey. And no, yeah. Houston Heat played eight. I can't read that. New York Extreme. And then Dynasty played Seattle Thunder. Dynasty won. Houston Heat won. So we had the quarterfinals Edmonton versus San Diego Aftermath. Um, Houston Heat versus Dynasty. Houston Heat won. And then Edmonton. And then finally, um, Houston Heat beat Edmonton Impact 5 3 in the finals. So, so there I, you go. I only saw one match, and it was when Infamous won. And they were going on about how this is their year or this is their event and they're going to win it, blah, blah, blah. And although I like Lemansky and I like some of the guys from that team, they're not, they're not my go-to team. I, I, I fear that they were going to be in the semifinals and win at this event. Uh, I really, my, my team, if anyone's wondering, is, is infamous, or it's not infamous, uh, Impact. That's why I say that. But uh, it was kind of neat to see a Canada versus U.S. thing. But Yeah, it was kind of neat. You know, but again, like like we were talking before the show, Heat was kind of destined to win. They had the most stacked roster. They had the newest coaching. Like they had a lot of infrastructure there. Some new moves. It wasn't a surprise that they won. I don't think. Well, I think they had to. Going <laughs> with those big moves, you had uh, Harmon jumping from the uh, the Dragon over to uh, the Heat. Going um, into Sunday, the only undefeated team was uh, Red Legion. Everyone else has either lost one or lost two. Is there a team that you guys not necessarily hate, but just don't want to see win, or do you not have anything invested? Dynasty in every time. Really, I I, I love Dynasty. Um, I just it, it was like when I first noticed Speedball, it was like everything was Dynasty, 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 and it was kind of like they're the top, they're the whatever. So like I I like cheering for the underdog. So for me, it's like Dynasty's always been number one all the way at the top, and it's like I want anyone to beat them. Unfortunately, no other they've lost a lot of their key players. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yes, Ollie was a long time ago, but I'll bring Ollie up. Ollie was with them during a lot of the run that they had. They lost Tyler Harmon. They lost a bunch of other guys. Um, Greenspan fighting injury and, and recovery, right? Yeah. yeah. So New York Extreme likes a lot of Flag Raiders Instagram posts. So I, you know, I like those guys. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, whatever. Yeah. Cross like action. Cross like. Yeah. Simultaneous mutual liking. Like for like, maybe you guys will get on a share for share relationship. Maybe we'll soon. get on a sherry a <laughs> sherry thing. There you go. So congratulations to Houston Heat, nonetheless. Um, nice to see Ryan Moorhead and you know Chad Boucher and yeah, yeah. Smiths. Oh. You know, yeah, Bobby Douse in the chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did only got that now. Oh, what happened Jeez. to the point where the team went to the wrong starting block? Yeah, so uh, that was I, I was I saw it on Facebook. I'm like, what am I watching? And then also I turned the sound on. And I was like, holy smokes, yeah. that actually happened. Yeah, and legitimately like. They went to the wrong starting gate and the other team shot them. But the problem was, or the one thing I was going to suggest is had they have known in hindsight that was going to happen, the team that, that knew what was going on is don't let, like, don't shoot them. Let them shoot you because then that's a penalty, right? That would have been a major kerfuffle because they would have started at the wrong end and they would have shot. Like there could have been major penalties assessed there, but they ended up eliminating all of them because they were all like, what are you doing in our end? Right? So, yeah, yeah. But uh, you and your rules. Uh, paintball extravaganza, Joe. Extravaganza. We touched base on this last we, week, we but um, what's happening with paintball extravaganza? If you missed it, ladies and uh, gentlemen. Paintball extravaganza is returning for 2022. It'll be held in the Wash Hilton, Washington, Dallas Airport, February 8th to the 10th. So it's a close driving distance for a lot of people heading back to Washington. Lots of museums, lots of things to see and do in the Washington area. Great restaurants, of course. Gavin may be accompanying us this year. Zuby, of course, and they've got a deal for room rates as well. So bring bring your staff so you guys can get in on some of the tech courses. And it will be the 17th um, trade show and dealer summit for the paintball industry and th this one's actually close to the airport right like it's, it's like right almost at the right airport, at the airport yeah. yeah yeah you can get out the emergency exit slide down the wing and be right in the lobby time to invite <laughs> uh, time to uh, finally get wheels on your uh, your luggage there josh then we can just wheel right from the uh and i understand paris hilton will be at the lobby in the lobby bar this year <laughs> ew ew oh, that's good um, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. What a picturesque hotel that was. Um, and for those of you that, that have been paying attention to not only the paintball show, but the, the app show slash podcast, I just want to update the fact that uh, two nights ago, 
the wife and I went to the Cineplex Odeon Theater, purchased popcorn and beverages, and uh, quite enjoyed it. And uh, got a little discount because we walked in and there was no delivery fees and there was some sort of special going on. Mm-mm. So you paid <laughs> thirty dollars instead of forty? Uh, I think it was thirty-eight bucks. Yeah. No, Jesus. I have no idea. It wasn't that much. We got two specials: two plates of popcorn and two beverages. Just because they weren't use the word special doesn't mean there is a special. <laughs> well, it was special to me. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. It was the yellowest, juiciest, delicious popcorn I've ever had. Like, how fresh was it? Fresh. They just made it. It was, and it was overly yellow. You ever have popcorn that was almost like you could argue was too yellow, like too salty? <laughs> Dear God, it what the hell has gone wrong? Popcorn talk. Behind, behind you the, need to uh, contact your cardiologist. Be, behind the colonel. There you go. Not the colonel. All right, behind. not to burst your colonels, but uh, why don't we move on, ladies and gentlemen? We have a couple things Let's to get to tonight. Yeah, We're going to have that. the topic of uh, what's the oldest piece of gear that you have. Uh, we have a vault segment coming up. We also have the other topic I want to talk about is what is the dumbest thing you did at paintball? And you guys uh, obviously posted a lot of, uh, of dumb things you've done. We have mail time prices right and uh, lots more to get to. But uh, why don't we get into the vault and then we'll get into some of your uh, your oldest paintball stuff that you have. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment of From the Vault where we go back in history, back into the early days of paintball and have a look at something that is something kind of old or kind of cool or a bit of both. Anyway, this week is no different. Today, we are looking at my new in bag Crossfire X-Fire or Crossfire, depending on how you look at it, mask in, whoops, in neon yellow. This was designed primarily for the referees. Uh, it would take an elite goggle. This sort of came out uh, before the Spectra or around the same time, but this was available in, uh, I believe there was a pink, an orange, and neon yellow for refing. So this worked with the Elite goggle system, pretty cool at the time. It's the same goggle system that is common with the Airsoft mask, so uh, the Airsoft goggle. This is a soft sided. It had foam in here to protect you from headshots. And this one is kind of cool because it comes with the brand new 1999 JT gear catalog. So it's kind of neat. Looks at the different spectras of the days that were available, the different crossfires, lenses, uh, the no fog tear offs that went on top, common with motocross, no fog cloths, obviously, some different goggle straps that were available. A little bit about JT USA and their awesomeness, and of course, the clothing, gloves, and motocross crossover style protection anyway uh that's this week's segment of from the vault where we went back in history we looked at the neon yellow brand new in bag crossfire referee mask made by jt racing usa chula vista california thanks for watching and we'll talk to you soon Awesome. Well, anyway, we're back for, uh, with with this week's vault. Um, that was my Crossfire uh, yellow ref one. If you've been playing paintball for a long time, I remember when those those came out. They were really the JT's full first, you know, mask that offered factory ear protection. Before that, it was just a whippersnapper and or and you used some um, ear ear armor. But that was really the first the first one and what was neat was the, li the little catalog that came with the package you open that up it was like a, a, a trip through memory lane it was like looking at an old tv guide the one with farrah fawcett on it you guys probably don't remember because you're all too young maybe bag of chips does wolf might remember it but anyway that was kind of cool but anyway um i hope everyone enjoyed that and well um that mask for sale someone can buy it if they need it i don't just kidding um yeah take it away there we go um by the way, Jason Diff in the live YouTube chat gets the comment of the evening so far. Live your best life, Todd. Artificial butter makes the world go round. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan McGee in the chat just posted up something I wanted to bring up, but I haven't, I haven't seen him. Emery Davis, who watches the show all the time, won the pistol challenge this past weekend at um, Super Game. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Congrats. It's a very nice looking pistol. Is, um, I was waiting for him to see him pop it? in the chat, but I don't see uh, the T the the Tiberius one the oh, the, the tan one oh oh, um, oh oh TS whatever thing and our world I just finally 
finished. I, I, I get everything now. Bob Spisser in the live chat says, hey, boys, but with a Z. He's gangsta. That's that's it. <laughs> we finally made it. When they put a Z at the end of our name, that, that, that means we're Crest awesome. Gary Crest said the FSC. There you go. Yes. Nice to see you, Bab. Bab Spisser. So what is the oldest piece of paintball kit that you guys have? Joe. Joe is our oldest piece of paintball kit. <laughs> I'm the oldest. Because <laughs> so, Joe has one of everything. So paintball, let's try to put years on some of this stuff for the ones that we know, but... Paintball's 40 years old yesterday. Yep. Yes, sir. So you would have had the Nell Spot 007. Shortly after, you would have... Who's like, got the comment from uh, Al Almeida on theirs? And, and not to take the wind out of the sails, but while you bring cover, it... Isn't he? Uh, he has one of the first... I don't have it. See if you guys have it. John Ameda's posted there. He has Amadea. 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 <laughs> You're just naming this guy. <laughs> I'm sorry, John. No, I don't have it. He has like one of the original no. Splatmasters that were used in the first game or something like that. It's in it's in one of your sheets, and I apologize, John. I don't have I don't have it, but we'll, we'll when you guys find oh, it. Oh yeah, one of the Nell spots used in the first ever game, so 1981. Would not have been. F that's probably one of the best things you can have. So I. I what, think what would be the one of the best pieces? One of the best things have? that you have that isn't necessarily the marker is that board that Gino bought. Yeah, um, from the first game with all the splats. Yeah, from on the it. first game with all the splats on it. That yeah. was really cool. Yeah. So you have a Nelspot 007, then a year or two later, you would have um, Benjamin Sheridan's pistol, which somebody sent in a picture. Blaze, Blaze Rienzo. I said technically predates paintball oh. doesn't count, but they they had a pistol. The first PGP pistol was cocked out the back. It didn't even have a pump on it. Um, you know, then the Mark One <laughs> just Mark another one, Saturday night for Gavin. Mark right. One Mark One Uzi was around <laughs> there. Back cocking. Then um, Joe Survival in London was working on a fifty a, a fifty shot uh, a fifty caliber six shot repeater. Um, you know, in 1983, 84. Then the Splatmaster came out, 85, 86. Then, you know, 87, 88, Brass Eagle was working on the Nightmare, which turned out to be a nightmare. Um, <laughs> you know, then it sort of took off from there. How many Nelspot 007s do you think were made? 42. Because there's a lot of people in the comments who are saying they have a 007. Wow. Whereas, I, getting to the point that I almost want to call Bull Honky. Because how many were made? And like, how many people actually have? But, them? but there were but also were only around. one or two guns back then, too. It's yeah. not like they were. But 10 like, different did, did they make? But like, they certainly didn't make millions. But no. But think of think of like right? all these fields that were using them. Survival games. They would have two or three hundred of them, and there were. Oh, at, I guess for rentals and at, stuff. For rentals, would there, was, right? there were thousands of them, probably. Yeah. Uh, Mike Grizzly Grub says that uh, he has his original 1984 Tiger Stripe. Uh, top um, and who was it here? Um, Bobby Doust says he still has Skyball One paint. What was he shooting Whoa. though? What was that? Yeah, I'd like to know. I probably Zap. Zap or Pearl, Pearl Ball send, maybe. Send pics. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, Michael Roach uh, Coleman says he's got Indian Springs 100 round pod in belt loop pack in Tiger Stripe. Nice. That's got to be some of that. That's old. Yeah. In Tiger Stripe that's, Cordura. That's proper old. Robert Hansen says his auto mag bought in 97 is the oldest thing he had. I have some goggles from my first time playing, like from the um, the safety glasses we used to wear. I have a, my original Splatmasters I used to use. I have. My Mar I have a Mark 1 Uzi. I have a, a Sheridan rifle that is 12 gram, no gravity feed, just like it has a pump on it. So that's, that's pretty old. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I have. I have a lot of old goggles. I have whippersnappers. It's a pair of Jones goggles here I gave Jones, you. Jones, there's a pair of goggles right there. Um, I care about it enough that I don't open the package. That's pretty good. I have to, I have the air that was inside, though, I have to be Still honest. So off-gassing? Yeah. Off-gassing. <laughs> be careful. The foam is, the foam is disintegrating. Hey, just because I'm speak. bringing some, some, <laughs> some, some new vocabulary to you, uh, I have a plethora of things that I would like to... There we go. So, oh, George Hay has an AOL install disc. That's pretty good. <laughs> You've got mail. 
let's face it, George never heard that. <laughs> His dial-up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember AOL. Mom, get off the phone. I want to surf the net. Another half hour, I can see how this picture <laughs> this picture turns out. I was going to say, you'd be down, halfway through downloading the uh, Sunshine Girl of the Day. Is that someone a, would use the phone. Is that a nipple wait. or is that a jelly bean? You guys wait till Thursday. What, what I found when I was looking in my filing cabinet. You guys uh, wait. Uh-oh. Were you able to get the pages to apart? <laughs> I got the original penthouse. With, I remember with that. With Tracy Lords in oh, it. Oh, the original and, one. And um, what's her name? Um, the Miss America. That the, lost her Miss America-ness. The crime scene department is still working on that I think one. We, I think we talked about this when the it was the Vietnam era when oh, Playboy the, the, was... Yeah, the guy was holding it up and I have it too. Had, had that... And it was like, wasn't, there, wasn't he sitting on a mutt or something close to that? He was sitting on a mutt like, yeah. Is that Joe? No, she was sitting on a mutt. <laughs> yeah. Ah, gee, I'm Not mutt. That's what I said. Oh, okay. They're spelled differently, I think. I think I kept it to my favorites. They smelled what? Ew. So before, <laughs> well, they probably smelled different. Before well, maybe going not. through my sheets, yeah. I was rifling around to see what uh, what old things I could find. It was this one. That's exactly it. Yes. <laughs> is, is that Joe? <laughs> it looks like me. It's Playboy, but it's in Vietnam, and I have, I have, the, the I happen to have that issue. That was Joe's nickname when he first started playing Playboy. Play, Playboy. He is yeah. in a mud, actually, Gavin. You are right. Joe used to come to the field in a smoking jacket. Um, so yes, I was looking around uh, my fiddly bits oh. for some old stuff, uh, and what I discovered is actually this shirt, this blouse that I still have on. Chemise, blouse, chemise. It is one from the Die Casual Wear, back when they had about a billion different things and offerings. Um, not in bad condition. My friend Joseph P. Kimson purchased this for me when he was in Florida <laughs> for a World Cup. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and the second piece, it's not paintball related, but it's flag raiders related, and I love it, is my original Spider Go Night. Oh, you can't see it because it, it's engraved. Uh, serrated. And this is what. How sharp me, is it? It's pretty sharp. <laughs> but this is what taught me to uh, purchase uh, pry tools because I used the end to pry something off and snap the end off. So this is my original flag raiders referee knife. Nice. So that's, uh, what, 26, 30 20, years 26, ago? 26, 30 yeah. years old, yeah. Um, Ryan McGee in the live chat says, I have my username and password for Warpig. <laughs> so nice. That's great. Um, and uh, Ryan McGee says, Keely Watson, be still my beating heart. I have some Keely Watson posters available if anyone wants them. I have them for sale. I will sell them yeah. and ship them. Bab Spitzer said, trade you a Keely Watson poster for it. <laughs> Whatever happened to Keely? I know I know she's not really in the industry anymore, but I don't know. I don't know. You want me to look her up on Facebook? <laughs> Listen to Is this. she on Facebook? He has her bookmark. I don't know. <laughs> I should look. Can you look? Um, we have a couple of pictures that you guys have sent in. Um, you ha- who has these these images? Who, I do. That's the one I said. That? I saved that. You this saved this. Blaze Blaze. Rienzo technically predates paintball. Does it count? We'll go with yes. That's a Benjamin Sheridan uh, something. It's got a barrel plug. It's so. very pretty cool. Uh, McCoy. Who's got McCoy here? I don't know. The uh, Hotfields and McCoys, I don't. I think. Hang on. I think I do. There we go. That's some vintage camo right nope, there. Nope. JT Whippersnappers. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, great memories of hanging out with my brush off. Oh, I have a pair of whippersnappers with single lens whippersnappers with the go- lens held in with zip ties. That's my original mask, too. That's pretty damn These are old. Dan and Hardy's? Um, I have those. Dan and Hardy straps are probably older, late 80s. Yeah. So I have, that, I have that sheet. Jared, Joe, you may have Jared. I don't have... He's got some pistols. Jared, I don't have that. Look at those things. Those Cross are cross lens, right? Guns. Yeah. yeah. Um, this one here is from John. That's uh, quite a retro JT Pretty jersey. Old. John Jones with his JT t-shirt. He says he still wears it, but he does iron it before he goes. Remember that Thomas one? Thomas Gee says he has a 007 brand new with a powder date of 1983 under the back rim. There's Mike Bailey. I had a pair of those once. I did too. They did not last very long. I, I believe I left them in a bin over the winter and a jar or a container of off uh, mosquito repellent dripped on them and pretty much ate right through them. I have a pair of them still. And then this one is... I um, have that guy. This is Mike. Mike, Mike 
Bolola, but you got this in 1982. The micro CA was added after I still have the original back piece and the piercing pin is still intact. Pretty cool. And these are both from Mike, Mike Thompson. Uh, yeah, I have a Splatmaster, but this gear minus the tank, rest in pieces, all in working condition. Nice. Oh, and then he's got a leg squeegee holder. Yeah, shout out, and he says a shout out to Planet Eclipse. Those were a great idea, but Indian they were the Springs. worst thing ever. Yeah. They look cool, but yeah, not really functional. Yeah. I remember when I saw, first saw him, I was like, oh, neat. Like, I got to field, some guy threw it in his gear bag, and he's like, stupid thing, because the second he ran, it was like, it was yeah, so if the what well, that is, that's strapped idea. to your leg, uh, your lower leg, and you'd put your hard pull squeegee in it. And it was, uh, yeah, it was painful. This has got to be. And I apologize to to Murray on this one. I have that. But it has to be the ugliest gun. It's like someone gave up when they designed Ooh, it. Barracuda. Is that what it is? That's this a brass is? eagle barracuda. Yeah. Murray Schneiden had this since it first came out. I don't mean to be insulting. It's I as just old it's as the wallpaper it's on. It's is that wallpaper? Or table? Do you want to mill mill the gun? Nah, let's just let's leave the billets the way they are and. Yeah, this is uh, oh, look at that. Paul Cross. That's great. Wow. Woodstock and a couple 007s. Yeah, those are great. And uh, last that I have here, this is uh, Russell Johnson. Bring a little zoomy zoom in there. What is the top one? It's like a Black Max. It's a no? Piranha. Or is it a or Black Max? Sheridan, yeah. Is it a Sheridan I the manual, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It, I thought it was a Black Max at first. I'm like, what? Why would you advertise that you have that? The know. writing <laughs> underneath it gives it away, oh, though. Splatmaster. I still have a Splatmaster player pack like that, but in a box. It's pretty neat. So there was a gun called the Black Max with two X's because yep. that's how good it was. It was made of plastic. It broke in half. It had a hinge on the back of it. And if you had it out of the box working, you were lucky. As soon as it broke or wore something, that was it. You pretty much had to recycle it. It was great to get people into the sport, but it was the worst. The worst gun that you could buy at like a Canadian Tire or a Dick's or a Walmart or. Yeah. 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 Um, what else do you guys have? Any, anything interesting for old, old timey stuff? I got a bunch of picks, but um, that's okay. A bunch of splat masters and such. Uh, so I do want to give a quick shout out to Paul Cross, Russell Johnson, Russell Johnson, Mike Riley for sending in some of their stuff, as well as uh, Alan Martin, who says a Budover Signature Series Auto Conquer run up at 25. So that was made in 1995 or so. And then John Hoffmeister, uh, the 90s jersey. I think that was the one you just showed, uh, the JT Sport one that he pulled out of the box. Um our, our friend Happy Holton is not able to watch the show because he doesn't have Wi-Fi at work, but he did send he's got a paint or he's got a paintball shirt that says the IPPA, one of the original shirts. It's in nice. plastic, marked for ten bucks. Oh, that's uh, cool. Wait, uh, well done. Paintball Maverick um, has quite the collection of stuff. He's got Sheridan P, uh, PGP, uh, Uvex goggles, Woodstocker mask, but he also has a ten-round tube of Nelson oil-based red paint. Wow. I have some oil-based paints somewhere. That's one you don't hear a lot of that you think. But that's the only color they had was red. In this. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess there's a lot of awesome colors. stuff on here, but Todd already showed pictures. <laughs> well, sorry. No point in talking about it now. I was going to ask your opinion, but I'm going to skip over you. Um, <laughs> yeah. What? Okay. So, Gavin, what did you say was your oldest thing? Um, I, I was digging around. I couldn't really find anything. Uh, I think the, my first purchase was a Brass Eagle Tiger Shark. Um, yeah. Pump, seven ounce tank, and a two hundred BL two hundred round hopper. Uh, I couldn't find that in my bin of things. So when I saw this, I was like, "Hmm, that's interesting. I'll put this on." And look at this. There's a knife next to it. I think my oldest that's stuff a knife? is a, a knife. whipper snipper, a whipper snapper. I think there's a bunch of other tanks and other stuff that I have. Nothing super vintage. Uh, Josh, what about you? Um, I think marker-wise, probably my 68 Classic is the oldest piece that I have. Probably 91, 92-ish. Yeah. I think I'm sure I've got pieces of clothing and stuff that's a little older, but I, I wouldn't know the date yeah. of any of it. So. Well, when you write your name in your underpants, do you not put the date on too? or? Well, they usually don't last that long. <laughs> I mean, they're not darn tough <laughs> socks, so, you know, I can't buy life. Tonight. I can't buy life. Can't buy darn tough underwear. 
Oh, could you imagine how uncomfortable darn... No offense to darn tough, but could you imagine how darn tough underwear... It just sounds like it would be uncomfortable. I'd buy it. They make really great uh, quality products. They would not do wrong with underwear as well. I it's got by. tire treading and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Joe, what about you? This You're going to is... ruin our sponsorship, by the way. We're working hard yeah, we're for We're working this. hard for our sponsorship. <laughs> they offered me one sock. I'd have to buy the second one. I said, beat it. But we could all split it. They could be like <laughs> studio sock. <laughs> studio Take sock. turns wearing it. I get it Wednesdays. Oh. <laughs> Joe, take us away from this conversation. What's the oldest stuff that you have, do you reckon? Um, probably a Mark One Uzi, a pair of JT Whippersnappers. Some pu- there's probably I have some old paint kicking around, Sheridan rifle. What about the Mark One Uzi? Where does that date itself? Um, probably 80, 84, 83, 84. Like they, it was a it was they're made and designed in um, outside of Ottawa, Ontario, and they're Nelson based. That's before Michael Jackson even said beat it. He did. <laughs> so they're they're eighty four, <laughs> but they were you they were common they were used a lot of places. Yeah. Um. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, if you're watching us live on Facebook, make sure you hit that like and share button. Share it to any of the friends that you know. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that like button and comment below. That definitely helps us out. Hell, even subscribe if you want. If you're YouTube uh, proficient, that would be awesome. One thing I do want to tell you guys about, and first of all, thank you for joining us tonight, um, but I want to thank a couple of people, much like Planet Eclipse. Did you guys know that they have more championships, new mechanical markers, new electronic markers? Hey, new territory, including the new MagFed division as well. Get Planet Eclipse, ladies and gentlemen, and take on the world with some of the greatest uh, paintball markers in the world right now. When the world's greatest players, photographers, and expected parents need the best coverage, most vivid colors, biggest selection, they pull a tab on the EG product. Hashtag pop smoke. Thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options makes AirUps the number one choice for inflatables on and off the field. Made in America by Brent Davison's crew. Check out AirUps.com. Dreams fade, ruthless paintball products, color sublimation, and craftsmanship never die. On or off the field, ruthless keeps you fresh. Use a promo code BTB15 right now for 15% off your order. Adapt, create, and win. Exalt is in our blood. Make your game boil. Get Exalt, which is available worldwide. DLX Technologies, guys. True industry innovators with some of the lightest, fastest, and sleekest hardware in paintball. DLX has the power to get to the podium. And that's where you want to be. Ladies and gentlemen, feel free to tag any of our sponsors tonight. Let them know that you're watching and that you guys uh, uh, appreciate them. That's always uh, helpful to us as well. So thank you guys for, for tuning in. Uh, here's what we do on Monday nights, ladies and gentlemen. We always go live on our Facebook channel and on our YouTube channel. Uh, and then what we do is we uh, we say goodbye to the people on Facebook. Not right now, but later in the program. And we continue to broadcast our uh, for our podcast. And we record our after show on YouTube. So you guys can always follow us over there as well. Um, so we talked about the oldest pieces of gear that we have um what about the dumbest things we've ever done on the paintball field or just in general in paintball ladies and gentlemen and um i can say that one of the dumbest things i've ever done and i'll let you guys post in the live chat in youtube or on facebook because we'd love to read your your comments but i owned an egg an evolution egg hopper and uh i broke it and instead of realizing at the time that i should have just bought something different I went out and I bought two more just so that I'd have a backup for that one that broke. And uh, <laughs> I would say that's one of the stupidest things that I was going to say because that made it better. And then I basically, about two weeks later, was stealing parts from three to make one. So, although I will, I will be honest with you, their, their, their motors never died, but their battery doors never held up. Their, hop, their lid doors never held up. The paddles were always bent. Um, the battery door always went missing, and same with the insert. I remember using a piece of cardboard to go between the two 9-volt batteries. But remember I befriended someone that worked at Brass Eagle when they were in Bentonville, Arkansas, and um, they sent me a bunch, she sent me a bunch of um, body halves, battery doors, view loader doors, nuts, bolts, raceways, and stuff, and just until when we closed the indoor and we launched it all. Do you remember? We just yeah, and when we first got them... Like, this may sound stupid, but when we first got them, 
people would come into the store and they'd be like, hey, do you have this by chance? And we'd break out a box. Well, yeah, you want the left side? You want the right side? You want a screw? You want a hot, whatever? We had, we had the only parts in probably North America, but we we had parts, man, yeah. and it was awesome. So this, the even stupider than me buying two more hoppers was people buying replacement parts for their, their hoppers was pretty bad. But uh, yeah, so what about you? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'll give you a, a quick uh, synopsis here. Gary Cress, was it Gary Cress? Uh, no, it yeah, it was Gary Cress. Says stupidest thing I ever did was bought a spider, more than once. Ooh, <laughs> fool me once. Yeah, no kidding. Although the original Spider Compact and TL weren't terrible, um, but yeah, they they were cost effective markers. Josh, was your mistake buying a? Uh, a Zodin KP3? What? Not that stupid. <laughs> I, I saw Josh. I things. saw Josh's comment in the chat when it, when you first asked the question, and I agreed with him. Oh, Becoming a part of a paintball podcast. <sighs> Dumbest thing ever. It'll be fun, they said. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> uh, one of the stupidest things I think I ever purchased was that Empire Reloader 2. Okay. Oh, Made yeah. out of made out of the only shell more brittle than an egg. I love oh, that. Yeah. I love yeah, that. They, I smashed so many of those shells were yeah. unreal. And the thing is, so the magnets would fall out because they were just glued inside. Yeah. And then I used to lose the um, uh, the spring that held the lid up and yes. down. So like if I went to pod, I'd, I'd kick it up. And as I went to grab my 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 pod, the lid would just go clip and yes. drop down on it. So itself. those magnets fell out during one big game I was playing, uh, and I quickly jammed it back in the wrong way. So all of a sudden, stupid lid. Why don't you stay close? Like kicking your own loader off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was bad. What about speaking of loaders, the Empire Magna loader? Oh. So what it was was a normal loader is centered above the feed stack. Well, this, the feed stack was at the very front. So the entire weight of the loader was on the back. And it sounded great, but as soon as you bumped it, it just snapped the feed neck off. Oh, nice. Yeah. Remember we had, Magna, we had a box of Magna loader drives? Oh, yeah. What about uh, the, 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 the loaders called the TSAs? The uh, the pulse ones? No. No, the, no, TSA, the halo. The, the halo TSA. So if you they were like, yeah, if you tip the loader to the left, it would spin the wheel one way and and right the other way, and that oh, sounded yeah, great. But it was one. also the world's most fragile plastic, and uh, so there's a yeah. lot of hopper technology that was neat and cool, but fell apart in the plastics. Yeah. Like the, the like the the pulse loader was a great concept and probably could have been one of the best loaders at the time but the plastic they chose to use it, it was, was just terrible um phoenix says uh you can't say anything bad about a hammer seven no you cannot is phoenix in the chat sorry my chat yes. died so i do want to take a quick pause because i know it's phoenix's birthday so i wanted to wish phoenix a happy thick welded seams birthday oh. stainless steel celebration and multiple cake options available for you so happy birthday phoenix you thought of that during the day and you've been holding that all day haven't you i tried to respond <laughs> well done on, uh, on phoenix's facebook but phoenix has uh, blocked me uh you know might be all those pictures i've been sending but <laughs> good for phoenix <laughs> way to go so good. happy birthday phoenix yeah there you go um yeah what do you have on, on your sheet, guys? Do you have anything interesting? Uh, Some so of the stupidest things people have done. Jeff Saunders I, volunteered to referee a tournament. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's up there. Michael Roach Coleman earning my call sign, but I own it now. Yeah. Um, Rodrigo Zamora done, <laughs> done, but I did witness a friend using a 2x4 as a knife. He delivered a good punch to the other <laughs> player and called it a knife kill. <laughs> um, Hold on, can, okay. we, can we just assume the two by four was cut at least? Well, can we just say that's you know what that's that's not a melee attack, that's an assault. <laughs> was, that a, was it a medieval no, 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 thing? No, no, was Gavin, he pretending Gavin. to be on a horse? <laughs> that's a very expensive assault. <laughs> yeah, now it is with with the price of lumber. Yeah, <laughs> nine ninety five for two by four. No, it's right not. Now. Yes. No. Yes. Really? Yep. There's nothing I need to build that important. And you should see the quality of the two by. Anyway, why do we? Anyway, we're gonna move on. <laughs> They're now taking him from Corkscrew Willows, in case you're wondering. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Derek Nelson in the chat says he wrote uh, he shot Calvin Foster in the back of the head and watched him take a major. And shortly after that response, Calvin Foster says, "We run the same team." <laughs> oh. Uh, Chica Estrada says lingerie speedball. <laughs> no. No. Oh. 
Just going to go ahead and do a hard pass. Yeah. Uh, Jason Dip says he found a fake prop that stated, you have found a cloak invincibility. Put this cloak on. You have 15 minutes to barrel tag as many players as possible. <laughs> fake What props. a troll. I hope somebody brought that from home and just dropped it on the field and was like, here we go. We have to do that for the next big game we when have. When somebody was thinking the night before, I'm going to mess with this game, right? So, you know, poor Jason's thinking, I've got a cloak invincibility. I'm just going to run to the front. But it says here you can't see me. I could just see that conversation. Why is that guy even a bet sheet coming over here? I don't know. Yeah. Why is he screaming, I'm invisible, I'm invisible. Yeah, this, this, this mission lets you fly for free. You just have to go to the tallest tree and activate it. Nice. Well, Bobby Dow sent a picture in, and I don't think you have it loaded, and I thank the good Lord you don't. Uh, he says the pictures are worth a thousand words. So if you are uh, listening to this in podcast, go take a look at us on Facebook and take a look at Bobby Dowson's response. You can't see, you can't unsee this. I'm telling you right now. <sighs> Stupid, sexy welts. <laughs> says Mel Kinker, number seven. Um, Charles Holton says, uh, "Nice Jones." By the way, that was his first sponsor. Nice. Charles Holton is old. He's been playing a long He's time. Been long, long time. Yeah. yeah. Good for you, Charles. Um. Yeah, she's There's also, not a whole lot in the chat. Like it's like people are afraid to tell us <laughs> those stupid stuff they done. Uh, I think this is from the Instagram worlds. Uh, Rizea, uh says he shot somebody that wasn't even playing. He was just watering the garden. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> oh man, I um, shot someone on a Tuesday night. I didn't realize that they had decided the that they were on a ref. Because they're out of paint. <laughs> they were on the other team, and I saw him come up, but he still had his armband on. So I came around the corner. I was like, no way. <laughs> just went forward to him. I was like, oh. oh. You peppered him. Yeah. There you go. Peppered him good. All right. Any other things on your sheets, ladies and gentlemen, before we move on? Well, I think I, I read mine that were mostly relevant. Dan McClellan says, uh, there were no cameras when I did it, and so I did nothing stupid, LOL. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, just yeah. like high school. Yeah. Oh, Robert Hansen went to slide into the D50, didn't slide when I hit the ground, rolled over, fully extended my arm, tearing my rotator cuff and labrum into the right shoulder. Uh, Charles Holton says, uh, played in the NPPL in the early 90s. I'm not sure if he's saying that's how old he is or something stupid that he did. <laughs> and Cliff the Raff uh, said he urinated on a player during a 24-hour big game. Four o'clock in the morning, decides to take a little uh, relieve himself, and somebody was curled up there. Whoops. Oh, that's uh, gross. Sure Most is. Most fields don't have showers, let alone golden ones. <laughs> <laughs> that needs uh, to be in your brochure if you have golden ones. We talked about it. We couldn't afford one. <laughs> you like that? It's like Al Pacino in Scarface. Oh. He had Can we end the show now? Very soon. I think we're done. We're talking about peeing on people. Look that's at all the <laughs> laugh emojis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, here's what we're going to do. If you're watching us on Facebook, we're going to bid you a farewell in just a few moments. Uh, head on over to YouTube. We're going to continue to broadcast there and record for our after show slash podcast. And if you guys uh, don't have the wherewithal to sit through um, our 45-minute sh- pre-show, go download it as a podcast. You could, you listen to it on the bus or on the way to work or uh, at work when your wife's talking to you, whatever. Um, and you can get it on everything. You can listen to it on Spotify, Alexa. You can ask Alexa, say, hey, you know, listen to Behind the Bucket podcast, and they, and she will. Um, so, anyway, you uh, need to find us. You can pretty much look anywhere, and that's where we'll be. Um, yeah. So, why don't we do that? Why don't we get over? We had a couple of mail time questions, but we're going to leave that till next week. Um, we have some prices right that we still haven't gotten to, so we're going to leave that for next week as well. Um, I had a horrible mishap uh, not too long ago. I'll talk to you guys about that in the after show, so if you guys want to hear about that, head on over. But otherwise, we'll see you next week. Thank you, Gavin, for being on the pre-show. Uh, it was great to be here, folks. Make sure you slide over to YouTube right now for the after show. And Phoenix, thank you for tagging Darn Tough Socks. Yes, we'll get that sponsorship one day. <laughs> Can everybody tag Darn Tough Socks? We're working on them as a potential sponsor because they have great products. So if you can all darn ha- hashtag darn or tag darn tough, it'd be amazing. It, I, I know what you said, but it almost sounded like you said placenta. I thought you was going to say that too. Okay, that's what I. No, nah, I don't want to be sponsored by placenta. <laughs> what about placenta helpers? Do you guys remember that from <laughs> from? Um, no, nope. that's nice. I'm just gonna go ahead and say no. I don't. I just don't want you to 
to finish that. Just yeah, <laughs> Saturday Night Live. Don't you remember that state? It came out about the same time as Cabbage Patch Salad for Cabbage Patch Kids. I guess you guys are too young. Whatever. <laughs> and uh, thank you to Josh as well for being on the show. Yeah, thank you everybody for watching the Inspired Show. Thank you to those who shared the show. Uh, and folks, don't forget to help control your local airsoft population. Have your o- local airsofters spayed or neutered. All right, good. Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll see you uh, over on the after show. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. All right. Welcome back. And I agree with uh, Chase Traffic in the YouTube chat. Let's get a scotch sponsorship. That would be good. Now, would you be picky with your scotch? Would it be blended or single malt? Um, If it's free, it would just have to be that, I think. Uh, Mel Eager 7 says, darn tough sock jock straps. That, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, just the strap? Just the strap. Mm. Uh, yeah, so there we go, guys. Welcome to our YouTube channel over here. Um, so something happened to me just before the show I want to tell you guys about, but I wanted to wait till the after show. So we have, uh, we have some people over in our backyard today. We, uh, long story short, I met a couple that... Uh, I only knew the wife, and the wife brought her kids over to go for a swim, and she oh, brought it, her husband. It had nothing to do with an upside-down pineapple or anything like that. Nothing right? upside-down. Okay. All right, you'll continue. And the uh, husband was sitting there, and the, and the wife said, uh, have you guys met before, blah, 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 like being courteous? And I said, yeah. I said, we haven't met before, but I've seen him plenty of times at the strip club. You know, thought it was witty, thought whatever. You know, you know he's going to say, well, I don't go to the strip club. And he goes, yeah, probably. <laughs> and then Todd was sold. <laughs> and he wasn't joking. Oh. Right? And she goes, Yeah, he goes there all the time. He goes, Yeah, I'm all the t- I'm there all the time. He goes, Which one? <laughs> I said, I, I uh, and you know when something you think is gonna be funny bites you in the ass? Well that certainly did. <laughs> you know, the one with the uh <laughs> the ladies and they take clothes off. And- so I grabbed something and went in the house and I came back out a little while later thinking the conversation would have been over. And they were talking about how much money is a good tip. And I thought they were talking about restaurants. No, they were talking about the strip clubs. And she's like, I was telling your wife, you you know, a good tip. You need what? How much is a good tip? I said, 20 bucks for, for a dancer. She goes, no, 50. Anyway, so this couple that I've never, I don't really know the wife very well. And the husband I've only met once now. Not only did I put my foot in my mouth, but I've encouraged something. So, so I think I'm being asked to go to the strip club next week. And just remember, <laughs> um, how can you go? You can't go next. I week. know uh, that's open. the. That's but the only... if somebody can go, I want you to take photos discreetly. Again, we talked about this. I want to see full shields and PPE, right? Like the, the stripper bubbles, like the whole bit, like that. That's history. Could, you could go to the strip club if the girls were wearing like. Um, what do you call those uh, those inflatable things that you put around yourself? Bubble soccer things. Clear bubble soccer things. That would work, I guess. But yeah, they'd have to wear all kinds of nonsense, wouldn't they? Yeah. Well, the point of a strip club is actually to wear no clothes. Yeah, well, right now. Safety first, Joshua. She just gets up on stage, takes her bottoms off, puts them over her ears. Or just, you know, like spoken word. I'm now removing my top. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you and me, Larry, so you get there and there's like that weird plexiglass <laughs> that you see at the grocery store. <laughs> I can't wait for this to be over. I can't wait. I go to the grocery store and I mean, I know everyone's trying to be safe, but these hanging sheets of, you know, eighth inch thick clear plastic shower, clear shower, shower curtains. curtains and stuff. And like, yeah, all the debit machines have their numbers all erased because they wipe them every time someone yeah. touches the machine, and I get it, but like... But you don't think that's a good practice moving forward? Like, it is a great practice. However, I, I was thinking, I was saying this to my wife the other day, I haven't been sick in since this lockdown started. Like, I haven't had, I had a little bit of a sniffle, but nothing crazy. Yeah. But like, yeah. over the course of the year, I would have had the flu probably once or something, something of it. I would have had at least one or two colds. I would have felt crappy. Like, if you're talking about a full calendar year, I, knock on wood, I've been feeling great, right? Uh, I've um, been sick. Aside from the occasional hangover, because you have nothing better to do. I mean, sick um, of Todd, <laughs> sick of traffic, <laughs> sick of 
Sick of the heat. Yeah. The I find cold. people can't drive. They've been locked up so long, they have no idea how to Sunday drive. Sunday drivers drive on Tuesdays They now. have no idea how to drive yeah. their motor. No campus. one has anywhere to go. And and I know, Matt, so I'm not going to make eye contact because we're still talking COVID. <laughs> but when the world first shut down, I was still operating. I was still working a bit. And there was nobody on the road. That was awesome. Nobody. Yeah. And gas was stupid cheap. It was like 60 cents. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like... It, it, it was like that, it uh, was awesome. that, that uh, episode of, of uh, Seinfeld, you know, with the when Kramer adopted the road and you had the luxury lanes. <laughs> you know, I could just blow it yeah. around. It was great. They uh, beat the Cannonball Run record uh, during COVID. It was the yes. December of the first time they had the closure, and he won. He was like twenty hours and some odd seconds. He yeah, they oh, drove wow. from New York to California. I, I sent that article to Brian Larkin, chief of police. It was in the New York Times. Yeah. I read that. I think I sent it to you. It's something that's still happening. Right, like wow, uh, that's crazy. the guys. If you go to Wiki, anyways, whatever YouTube channel, they talk about it all the time. That's something that they they try to run almost every year. Um, yeah, but do they have the world's greatest blocker car? And Burt Reynolds in a cowboy hat? Yeah, that's and a true. mustache. No, they well, don't. Well, see, but Burt Reynolds is a different story. He had a long way to go and a short time to get there. Uh, <laughs> Angry Canadian gamer says placenta helper sounds like a '90s superhero team. <laughs> That's not very nice. Okay, and Phoenix in the chat says, I get gas three times a week. I'm going broke. Dude, it's not sustainable for business. Let me tell you something about America. Uh-oh. You pay so little for gas. Get over yourselves. You guys, the gas prices in the United States are almost what the rest of the world pays right now, and you guys are complaining nonstop about it. I just shared the article. To, to We've been paying well over $5 a gallon for the past... What? Six years? I can't do the conversion. I'll have to take your yeah. word for it. Well, it's it's essentially time four. Yeah. So but the gas right now is one thirty five this yes, morning sir. I filled up at. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, your gas is not that expensive. Yeah. Gas, you're right though, when when the pandemic first started, gas was literally free. Even though you had nowhere to go, you could go anywhere and do whatever you wanted to. It was fantastic. But that was part of the entertainment. Nothing else is open, so you might as well go for a drive. Yeah. I got a lot of work done. Yeah. When that was that slow. Yeah. So whatever, that was that was my story I wanted to say for the after show. The other thing I had for a question for is, Gavin, you used to play paint check, right? Uh, I did not. My, my retro did. Okay. But um, our good friend Brett Davis uh, provided us a... Uh, what, what you see right here in front of you. Oh, you can't see it because the camera angle. Well, the YouTube, yeah. yeah. yeah it's there you there. go. Uh, for those on the audio podcast. The audio. I Yeah, so what's, is there a difference? Uh, it was, that uh, paint check was really ridiculously complicated. Um, that uh, they, the Sharmas modified the rules and made it a little bit more user-friendly, very similar to what uh, uh, what AirUps has. So if you're interested in a, a tabletop paintball game, check out AirUps.com. I think they still have them for sale. I, I know yep. he's, he's 3D printing them every so often, so yeah, uh, yeah check it out. It's a, not a bad way to, to pass the time with a with a few adult beverages. So check out Eric'sLab.com well, or Gatorade. And Eric, Eric uh, they've Brent's done a very good job of this too, because um, Gavin mentioned the adult beverages. This is completely wipeable. <laughs> so yes. when you spill all over it and you get in fisticuffs and you spill your beer all over it. All this is washable. Yeah. It comes out really nice. In fact, if you're so inclined, you may play this at the strip joint. Yes. <laughs> this is washable, unlike Joe's Playboys. Yeah. They're yeah, vintage, you can lice all wipe this. They're thing. like from the 70s. Those are like 40 years old. I'll bring some in. <laughs> Get good reading. But yeah. you, let me guess. You own them for the articles. They're my dad's. Oh, goddamn articles. How to make a martini. What a waste of paper. Yeah, Words it was his birthday today. He, I saw he, that, yeah. He would have been, been 103. 103. Yeah. Wow. So, wow. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thank you to all of our new podcast subscribers. Our numbers, I was telling the gentleman before this week, uh, before tonight's show, for some reason we had a spike again, and I'm not sure why or how that, that transpires, but uh, welcome to all of you guys that are new to listening to the show. If you have any show suggestions or comments or questions, you can get us anywhere on our social media channels. Uh, follow us on Instagram or, or Facebook or any of that sort of stuff. Uh, or send us an email to show up behind the bunker.com. We never really hear from a lot of the podcast right. listeners. Um, yeah. and it would be nice to get some of your opinions. Yeah, let us uh, know how you found out about the show. So uh, that's what, what did we do right or wrong that led you to this, this rabbit down hole? Down this path. 
So I, I did, did want to do a quick um, promo to those new listeners uh, specifically because uh, they may find it through other podcasts, etc., or just stumble across it. So this show is taped live every Monday evening, 8.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, broadcast on YouTube and Facebook. So if you're curious about what these uh, delicious voices sound like or look like, uh, check us out then or see the, so Gavin, see, see the back catalog. we're trying to keep See the back catalog as well. So, But again, welcome. Uh, we're grateful for, for your ears and your support and uh, keep spreading the yeah. word. I, I, I'm a big listener of uh, Sirius XM, unfortunately, when I'm in the car. Oh. And there's been times where I've had to Google search to see what they look like. And I stopped doing that because it's very disappointing. Very disappointing. You know, you're going to build Josh up to being this handsome fellow and then you're going to Google his face and... Ugh. I don't want to let you down, but... Uh, it's like Handsome Dan from uh, Wayne's World. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the guy from South Park who's always got the bag on his head? The Canadian guy? Gary? No, Scott. And then finally, one like for three years, they talk about Scott, and he's got a brown paper bag on his head and how ugly he is, and then he takes the brown paper bag off, and he looks like all the other people. <laughs> yeah. Um, Happy Holton Live Chat says, Our gas may be more expensive, but we don't have to... Pay, or we like us Canadians don't have to pay for our doctors, but well, we have to pay for our doctors too, like the eye doctors and the dentists. But they're, we, we pay for they're not real doctors. We anyways. pay for real doctors as well. Yeah. That's our taxes, right? So yeah. yeah, you have no idea how much we pay in taxes. I don't either, but it's a lot. <sighs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. We're going to end this program. Uh, first of all, thank you guys for listening to it. Thanks for supporting uh, any of our sponsors or all of our sponsors. If you do. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. If you guys are listening to our podcast, hit that subscribe button so that you guys can get uh, notified every time we get a new podcast and it comes right to your phone so you don't have to uh, do anything there. Um, otherwise, thanks to all the guys in the studio. Thanks to you, Matt, pushing all the buttons and uh, I guess we'll see you next week.